My eyes are turning red Man, why did I do that? I'm getting nervous sweats God, why did I do that? Fuck, man, why did I do that? Hello and welcome to Why Did I Do That? A show where each week I'm joined by an absolutely bloody lovely guest and we talk about embarrassing stories from our past. And today, ladies and gentlemen, and hopefully not children because you'll be scarred for life, I am joined by Daniel from Tea Time at the Theatre and Nout on Telly. Say hi, Daniel. Hello. It's nice to be here. How's it going? Uh, it's not going too bad. I've done some manual labour today like a real man. Um... <laughs> And now I'm quite tired. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to got... play Red Dead Redemption too, but no, yeah. we need to go to conservatory. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you have anything else planned for this evening to relax, or is it just play Red Dead? Yeah, it's just play Red Dead. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much my plans until I go out this evening and drink. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm and I'll make new stories. <laughs> I'm not drinking until 100% that game. And that is the emotional <laughs> damage it will probably give me. <laughs> fair enough. Um... Now, this is a little peek behind the curtain to the listeners, Daniel. This is the second time we have recorded. Yes, yes it is. Yes, but I've got completely new questions for you, so don't worry, there won't be any crossover. And I believe you've paired, you've paired, you've prepared a couple new stories for me also, is that correct? Uh, yes, I have, and if uh, we ever get the original podcast to work like we did together, I'm pretty sure we can get that out as well at some point, I hope. Exactly, yeah, definitely, yeah. that is the plan. Me and my limited Ratatouille knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are you ready for your first question, Daniel? Yes, bring it on. Okay, so uh, I've, I've recently watched the uh, film Bohemian Rhapsody about Queen and Freddie Mercury. Have you seen it? Uh, I haven't seen it, but I'm a massive Queen fan. Okay, this is a good question then. What is your favourite Queen song? Uh, it will be Another One Bites the Dust. Oh, did it then? Yeah. Any particular reason? Is it because it was on the 90s Gladiators show? Uh, partly, and also, <laughs> it is the, uh, back when I used to go to the gym, when that song came onto my playlist, I was like, yeah, sod it, I can run another two miles, we'll go with this. <laughs> it was like the proper pump-up tune. Uh, it's like Eye of the Tiger it. levels of... That was also up. on my gym playlist. Yeah. <laughs> another one bites the dust, we are the champions, I are the tiger, and... I did have another song which is completely left. Oh, We Are The Champions. And there's oh, a lot of Queen nice. on that playlist. A lot of Queen, yeah. Queen's quite a good pump-up mix. Oh, God, yeah. I feel. I feel like my favourite Queen song is uh, quite it's quite a generic one. It's Bohemian Rhapsody, but I mean, it's a classic. Oh, it is a banger. It's a classic. Like, you can't... I don't feel like you can get much better than that, just in songs in general. I think it's a masterpiece. It is. It is. It's one of them songs where you don't realise how much you love it until it's on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if you sat at a party, then suddenly you hear the opening notes, and you're like, come on, boys, we're all singing. <laughs> Let's get into this. <laughs> you're, you're signing people different parts of the song, and you're ready to go. <laughs> you set chairs out in the kitchen in the formation of the car from Wayne's World. You all pick a character, and there you go. You saw it. <laughs> Yeah, if you got the lighting for it, you can do the whole little <laughs> head thing they do in the music video. <laughs> Snapchat in 32 different parts, that'd be great. I think that's how Snapchat works, yeah. I haven't had it for a while. Sure, if you say so. <laughs> no one uses Snapchat anymore, it's dead. You um, should do a um, TikTok on it. Oh, yeah. If you ever set up Patreon, that's what your Patreon is <laughs> your TikTok videos. Or are you doing Bohemian Rhapsody in different fursuits? Just any other songs to get, like offhandedly mentioned I'll do a TikTok of them 
<laughs> so far we have Bohemian Rhapsody, Eye of the Tiger, Another One Bites the Dust, we are the and champions. we are the champions. I'm sure uh, I've got um, a couple Space Jam songs on there as well that were mentioned on a past episode. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun. Um, are you ready for your next question? No, yeah, I forgot we were asking questions. I thought <laughs> we were just having a chat. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so obviously in Bohemian Rhapsody there's the very famous Galileo parts. Galileo, obviously a very famous ancient philosopher or scientist. I'm not sure. I did not do research. He so my is question... a scientist. He's studied whatever... The real science space? behind the stars, not the fake science behind the stars. Oh, thank you. See, this is why yeah. I need guests. Yeah. I, I don't look things up and other people are smart. Yeah, I only know this because that's what my sister studies, kind of. Oh, very nice. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> oh, I can't say the word. Yeah, but astronomy. it's the real site. Astronomy. I think it's yeah. Astro- yeah, astronomy nom nom Brian Cox. Yeah, that's the real one. Okay. Um so my question to you is, who is your favourite ancient philosopher slash scientist? Um it'd have to be Tesla. Mainly because he oh. wanted to build a death ray and if you don't I'm thinking more ray, ancient than that. I'm thinking oh, like um, back in like Greek, Egyptian, Roman times, proper old school. Tesla was oh. like the Tesla was still 1900s, wasn't he? I'm, Maybe. Yeah, I think he was. I'm trying to now think back to college when I did ancient history. Um, <laughs> I did quite like Homer because I quite liked Homer's Odyssey. Homer's Odyssey, yeah. Yeah. Um, Is that the one with Odysseus? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I have a question for you. Do you think Odysseus is a good bloke or a bad bloke? I'm trying to remember what he did. Uh, I don't. I think he was a bloke in the wrong circumstances and he had to do what he had to do but overall I wouldn't go for a pint with him Okay, is how I was judged this year I think uh, Harry from the rank list of everything is going to have a fight with you for not calling him the worst person ever but that's fine I wouldn't say he's the best person ever but <laughs> he's certainly not the worst there's worse people <laughs> but, see the only thing I remember from ancient history is the Spartans because um, they, were, they were great they were mad. Yeah, I'd probably have to say Homer. Uh, Homer? I want to say Fair e- Yeah, I want to say Oedipus, but I can't remember if he's a real guy or not. Because <laughs> I ended up I... studying him in drama. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did, whether real or fictional, what did he do? Oedipus? Yeah. Um, are you... He did a play, and I can't remember the name of the play, and my god, I can see my degree slowly to fucking <laughs> disappearing in front of me. But I know it's, uh, it's sometimes called Oedipus, if you want to be wrong. Um, oh, okay. But it's where we get the term Oedipus complex from. You know, having the whole thing for your own family. Oh, that I, guy. Yeah, that's all I really remember because I, yes. I did a lot of drinking at university. The banging um, your mum one and killing yeah. your dad. Uh, that classic yeah, he was tale. Like, yeah, he was, he's more, he was fraud before fraud was a thing. <laughs> uh, my my favourite ancient dude would be Pythagoras because oh, no, he had a he sick can fuck theorem. Off with triangles. Yeah, right angle triangles, what a legend. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. He's the reason I failed maths. I'm (laughs) I'm glad he's dead and his society crumbled. (laughs) Oh, you're going to love my next question then if you're ready for it. (laughs) Yeah. What was your least favourite part about maths at school? It would be Pythagoras theorem. (laughs) Because I could never get my head around it. Worse than fractions? Uh, I'm alright with fractions and algebra. Algebra. Algebra is one that everyone always hates, but I always quite liked algebra. It was like being a detective. It was. Um, a maths detective. 
Mass detective. You're like Batman, but shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like Batman, but no one cares about you. No, it's always Pi He is actually the reason, because uh, I did four years of college uh, after I finished year 11. Yeah. And two years I did a, a different college to Grimsby College. I did it at a place called Franklin. And the only reason I did an extra year is because I failed my maths by two marks and it was a Pythagoras theorem question. Oh. And they couldn't give me the two marks because my working out was right, but my answer was wrong. Oh, no. And that's why I had to sit another year of maths with the teacher. I liked the teacher, so I wasn't too fussed, but I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm glad you... I am. I'm glad his society burned down. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I quite liked maths at school. My, my head is definitely geared towards more maths than English. Mm. I could never be asked with like analysing books like we did Lord of the Flies that book can fucking burn oh yeah out. we did that I hate the movie's it movie's better the, oh they're both shit oh, the play's quite good you ever get I, I don't know if I've mentioned but I got a degree in drama um, <laughs> but the play is actually really good Lord of the Flies is it? yeah I performed that I wasn't piggy <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there I wasn't piggy were you uh, Simon? Uh, no I was uh, one of the extras it was like the second play I ever did I was like nine <laughs> Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> you did. But, um, you did Lord of the Flies when you were nine. Yeah. What kind of fucked up school did you go to? It wasn't a school. It was a youth club. What kind of fucked up youth club did you go to? Mate, I'm from Grimsby. By nine, I was expected <laughs> to have a kid and a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did Lord of the Flies. It was fantastic. We like we cut out a lot of the gorier parts, but Piggy actually dies by getting pushed off a cliff in the book. Uh, it doesn't have the whole slow mo rock thing. They did do the rock thing. Do they not do the rock thing in the book? I remember the rock thing in the book. Nah, it's he gets knocked, he gets cut off the cliff. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for Lord of the Flies, (laughs) which has been out longer than either of us has been alive. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I haven't haven't read that in years. It is quite good though. I'd say it's one of the Um, books you have to read. Oh, I I disagree. (laughs) I think if you don't, I hate everything about it. Boring, stupid conch shells. Ugh. It came out in 1954, so it's very old. It's a little bit older than me. Yeah, just a snitch. Only like 40 years. <laughs> um, are you ready for your next question? Yes, I am. Now you mentioned briefly that you did like you liked the teacher for for your maths, even though you didn't like doing the maths. Yeah. So who was your favourite teacher at school, or who was the best teacher, the most influential teacher you ever had at school, and what did they teach you? Uh, that would be Mr. Connett, uh, without a doubt, who was my drama teacher. And um, I had him since year 7 to year 11 because I took drama on his VTech. And oh, um, nice. he was the one who. He actually got me out of a lot of lessons that I was failing and I knew I wasn't going to pass. So I got to do extra drama because there was only like four of us that really did drama from year yeah. 9 to year 11. Uh, year 10 to year 11. And um, he was the one. Because I knew I wanted to be a teacher, but I didn't know what in, and drama was a hobby at the time. And he was the one who geared me and my mate to be drama teachers, uh, which my friend now is, because uh, he didn't have to repeat college for two years. Um, <laughs> and he, he has had a massive influence on my life. Um, and I, I still see him kicking about sometimes, um, but the last time I saw him, I was in Argos, uh, arguing about a camera. <laughs> I had a good chat with him for a while it's definitely Mr Connor if he ever hears this I, I do want him to know I'm quite thankful for everything he did for me well we'll send it to him yeah. I'll tag him in the tweet when this goes out I don't even think he knows how Twitter works Okay. does he have Facebook? we'll send it to him on Facebook I, I don't know his first name oh, oh. I do, uh, I'm not going to say it on the podcast though. no don't say it, it. 
Uh, it won't, won't take long to figure out who he is. But, <laughs> and if Ange from college ever listens to this, you are my favourite college teacher. Aww. Yeah. You said it to she her as well. Yeah, she's she got echo. She got me into university, so... What a legend. Yeah, Mr. Connor got there first, though. That's why he was. <laughs> he was your first teacher love. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking yeah. of teacher loves... Um, my favourite teacher at school was uh, my English teacher. I'm not going to say her name, because... You know, but she was a miss, I believe, at the time. Not anymore. And um, she was she was amazing. She was Australian, which was oh, great. Yeah. She was she was really nice. She was lovely. I had her in like year ten and year eleven, and I think she like liked me and my friend because we'd sort of like, you know, when you're like a bit cheeky, but you get away with it a little bit. Yeah, we're sort of like that. And on our last day of school, ever, we were having like a picture with her, and we decided that ah, uh, when they're taking the picture, we'll go and we'll like give her a kiss on the cheek because it'll be funny so now there is a picture circulating somewhere with me and my friend kissing my English teacher on the cheek while she is like scrunched up looking so uncomfortable and I regret that to this day oh I can feel the cringe yes <laughs> there's, a, there's a little spice of a mini embarrassing story for everyone the time I kissed my teacher you have to stick that on Instagram if you ever come across it again oh I've honestly I've lost it because I wanted uh-huh. to make at yeah, the time, she I have a copy. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> At the time, I thought it was hilarious, and I wanted to put it as my profile picture on Facebook. But I just, I don't know who took the photo. It was just someone on their phone, and I've no idea. I don't speak to many people from school anymore. Well, I do, but like only the people I was actually friends with, not just like random people. So I have no idea where this picture is. It's probably lost to the ether. That's probably but, um, a good thing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> now, but this are four pictures of me that exist from school. <laughs> Make sure they all got lost. I've got some great pictures of me from school, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> um, my final question for you, Daniel, is: Is there anyone that you regret kissing, much like I regret kissing my English teacher on the cheek? Um. <laughs> this one's a bit spicy. It is a bit spicy. I'm trying to think. I'm not going to mention a name. Yeah, don't. You don't have to say names. She'll never find me again. I've made sure that sounds really sinister, actually. But, <laughs> I um, murdered her. <laughs> well, I was 19 at the time. Okay. Um, and I'd gone out drinking to a pub uh, called The Barge in Grimsby, which is, believe it or not, a barge. And I ended up chatting to this group of people, uh, me and my mate, and ended up pulling one of the lasses. And I don't want to sound harsh, but if I wasn't as drunk as I was, I wouldn't have pulled her. And um, turns out she was ten years my elder. Oh, nice! Um, so when I woke up the next day, I definitely regretted that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got to meet her cats, which was oh, horrid. you woke up next to her. Yeah. Oh, um, Daniel. I know. Uh, <laughs> got to meet her cats or her fur babies, as she called them, oh. uh, and her housemate, who was one of my bosses <laughs> at the factory I was working at, uh, and then. I had to go into work the day after and he was my boss for that day <laughs> and I never lived it down until I moved factory uh, she wanted me to walk her to work and I made up an excuse and then just had to ring my dad to come pick me up I, like, I, don't, I don't even know where I am turns out because uh, Grinsby and Cleethorpes are joined but the two separate towns so I was in a different town on nice. what is known as the murder mile <laughs> So I was like, I need you to pick me up. I'm too drunk to walk home. I'll go sit at my mates and wait for you there. 
Oh, that was lovely. Thank you, Daniel. It's is one of my many, many embarrassing stories about. Oh, well, came to the right place. Yeah, I'm, I'm a five at best myself, but we all make stupid mistakes when younger. Um, thank you for answering my silly questions, Daniel. It's okay. Uh, are you ready to move on to the next segment? Yes, yes, I am. Okay, this next segment is named after one of my favourite The Kooks songs. Here's Bad Habits. Bad Habits. Uh, so, Daniel, do you have... First of all, do you know that song by the Kooks? Are you a fan of the Kooks? I have heard of them, but I could not name a single song except oh, Bad Habits now. Mate, you're missing out. They're great. I've seen them live two times now, and they've been incredible. They're some of the best like uh, audiences. Crowds. Not audiences. Some of the best crowds I've ever seen music live with. Very fun. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the Kooks. We're here to talk about you bad habits. You want it, it's your podcast. <laughs> oh, true. Fuck yeah. Okay. Okay. We're abandoning the rest of this. I'm going to talk <laughs> for an hour about different kook songs. Actually, if you want to hear me it. talk in detail about a band's songs, you can listen to a podcast for everyone, where me and Carlisle from Dungeons and Dragons and Content presumably break down busted songs in detail, going through each album. Check it out on iTunes. <laughs> Random plug for my own podcast. <laughs> Uh, so, Daniel, do you have any bad habits, like plugging a different podcast halfway through your own podcast? Um, no, uh, not that. <laughs> I, I, I do ramble a lot, um, as you heard from the previous podcast. Um, I know I'm very, very openly opinionated, but uh, I, would f- I am a smoker, and that is apparently, oh. allegedly, a bad habit. Oh. Um, so, you drink. No, you I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. Do what you want. <laughs> But yeah, do do what you want. But I'd probably say my worst habit is, and I know it's a horrible habit, and I I do sometimes pick my own nose. Oh, yeah, oh, and then I like, just wipe it on a wall. Not like in a house. <laughs> if I'm in a house, I'll go get a tissue and do it. But if I'm walking down the street and it's uncomfortable, oh, you're a, you're a public picker. Yeah, because you know what, sod everyone else. I, oh I, wow. Oh, okay. And if it's uncomfortable, I'm either gonna have to pick it out or it's gonna fall out at one point. No, my luck would be in a shop. So I don't do it like in the middle of the street, like I'll find an alley. This is getting worse. I find like a discreet place to do it. Pick it's it just... out and wipe it. <laughs> you go into an Argos stand on the counter and just be like, "I am picking my nose, ladies and gentlemen. Your orders are up now." And then start picking my nose. No, it, it's I, I do carry tissues around with me because of that because I know I do it, uh, and it just okay. looks a bit more dignified rather than try to dig your thumb right in there like you're digging for gold. I am. I'm. I'm gonna level with you here, Daniel. I'm a private picker. Everyone's I will a pick private picker in the comfort of my own home, and I will dispose of it properly, either in a tissue or into a bin or something like that. Do you not but, put um, tissue in a, in a bin? Well, yeah, obviously you put the tissue in, but sometimes I just you know skip the middleman, go straight for the bin. It's effective. Saves the You're having a tissue now. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not. I, I just got a text message and I was oh, checking okay. it wasn't from work. Uh, sorry about that. That's but, fine. No, that's fine. Nah. I heard a rustle and I was like, oh, he's getting props. No, I like I'm, it. I'm getting props. I'm picking me nose. Uh, no, actually, <laughs> uh, in full disclosure, though, I have, I did wipe my nose as you were introducing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually having a bit of a dig because I've uh, been outside all day and uh, I have allergies. Uh... The rustling you heard was me moving my backy pouch off my phone. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, because I forget how loud, how decent this mic actually is. Dean quits. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Do I? Yeah, I, I also pick my nose. 
So we we have we both share the same bad habit. Yeah. Do you do your ear as well? Do you sometimes a little scratch oh, in your ear with I'm, like a Q-tip? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Do it. Oh, that's fantastic. A wet that's Q-tip. Great. Nice cold wet Q-tip in there. Oh, I've never I've never moistened my Q-tip before. I I usually do it after the shower, so I have sort of like moist ears. Oh, you wanna you wanna do it with a wet Q-tip, nice and cold. Yeah. Stick it yeah. in there. Give it a swirl. It is fantastic. <laughs> It's like you know that meme where they say why when why have sex when you can mow a lawn and stand there with your arms on your hips? Yeah, that, that is the equivalent to standing and looking at your lawn with your hands on your hips. It's fantastic. <laughs> Do you know that? I've got about this has just turned into Charlie and Daniel talk about their gross grooming habits. <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel, what's your favourite form of manscaping? <laughs> uh, I, I have an electric razor. <laughs> Go to town. Uh, I have ne- cream. Actually, speaking there of that raisin, never wax. It never goes well for you. No? No. Uh, I had a... This is a bonus embarrassing story, I suppose. Oh, beautiful. Uh, but I decided to have a wax, and my ex gave me a hand, a uh, poor choice of words, <laughs> and she uh, rolled up, you know, like your dressing gown cord? Yeah. And stuffed that into my mouth, and I was like, it's not going to hurt that much. It fucking did. Wait, wait. Whereabouts is she? Is she waxing your like man area? Yep, absolutely. Oh. Buyers, hats off to you, women. How you do that? Because it fucking canes. Because my girlfriend has like waxed my leg and my arm, and I didn't think that was too bad. That's but not I feel too like bad. the the meat and two veg is a different story. Oh, a completely different story. Yeah, I don't want my roast dinner being ruined. That's a weird analogy. <laughs> you, you don't want your roast dinner. Considering I don't even eat meat, so. <laughs> But, anyway, yeah, should we move on story. to some yeah. stories? Let's fucking yeah. do this. Let's get into the meat of this episode. Oh, I'm so hungry. So fucking pumped. <laughs> uh, so, Daniel, do you have a few stories that you could sort of give me, like, a a sentence summary of? Just a very uh, quick, like... Yes, I do. Okay, um, please hit me with them. One is a crushing blow. Uh, to my self-esteem and ego which is very fragile being a white straight male um, another is making a complete arse out of myself in front of someone very important and the third one is no that's the same as the first I was about to repeat myself, sorry about that and the, <laughs> that's all right. and the third one is um, wrong place wrong time I would like to please go for first We might have time to squeeze in a second one Making a complete arse out of yourself In front of the wrong person Um, Yes, this happened in college It's not my proudest memory Um, (laughs) um, Well, if it was You wouldn't be sharing it here, would you? We wouldn't be having this lovely discussion right now So be thankful for your bad memories Uh, It it, it was forever burnt into my memory This, because I've never hated myself More than this um, but I I did drama at college and uh, we did a thing called the mayor's ball where we perform in front of the mayor and uh, we set came came in set up the stage I was part of the stage crew as well as performing and uh, we had these massive wooden cannons that we had made because uh, it was it was one of the world wars I think we were co- uh, doing it for and um, so we had the wooden cannons and the wooden guns and uh, we set it all up and at the end of the night the mayor comes up and greets everyone who was performing. And uh, me and my friends were on stage, uh, putting the stage down, and our teacher called us over. And as I turned around to put something down, I slipped off the stage, and I fell into this wooden cannon. But I didn't just, like, 
fall straight away. They felt like it was a good 15 second gap. <laughs> it was only like a four foot fall, but straight into this hard wooden cannon. Smacks my knee off it. Uh, damaged my leg quite badly. I had to take a couple of weeks off work because uh, I was doing factory work and I was like, I can't stand. Oh, Jesus. Um, but as I fell down, I made eye contact with the mayor's wife <laughs> and he was stood next to her and all I said was, oh fuck, I think I'm going to die. <laughs> and she just gave me this stare and I realised the press was there. It was a beautiful... It never got put into a newspaper, thankfully. But as they were doing that, taking a photo of the mayor and his wife stood with some of the performers, I'm in the back smacking myself off this cannon dressed in full World War, World War II uh, uniform with a wooden gun in my hand. <laughs> it's just this blur because they sent us all the pictures and uh, my, t- my tutor still has that photo. Uh, like you were going about with your teacher in the photo. Yeah. She still has it on the pin board in the office because <laughs> the look of sheer terror on my face is unbelievable. And it was odd. Oh, is there not... any way you could find a copy of this photo? <laughs> uh, she still has a copy if I can get hold of it because uh, Christmas is coming up but I might ask her for a copy. And uh, if do. I send it to you, you can stick it on your Instagram. But it's please do. That would be great. Because <laughs> it's the mayor's looking at the camera, but the wife has noticed me. So she's turned <laughs> around, and my mate had noticed me as well, and he was starting to break out laughing. There's this beautiful still of me smack. Ah, oh, damn it! I I cracked quite a lot on my leg. Oh, it, oh, it, it came like hell. But yeah, I, I never lived it down because we performed there every year as well, and we had the same uh, yeah. The same mayor every year. I felt like tongue twister. So every time he saw me, it was like, "Oh, be careful on stage." Oh, <laughs> off! I didn't vote for you. <laughs> Actually, it was me nana's friend, so I could still see him every now and then. I didn't but... even know that town still had mayors. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I've I performed in front of the mayor. There's several different mayors. Uh, I performed in front of one in primary school as well, part of a choir. Very nice. Very mayor. I don't. Yeah, I don't even know. I wouldn't even like. I could walk past the mayor of where I live on the street, and not even realise that his position was still a thing. Yeah, but they still kick about. Um, what do they like, do? What do you know? What a mayor does? Um, I know he has a lot of extravagant meals. The current one we have, and then cuts back on our council funding. Oh, nice! So that assholes. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like our Lib Dem candidate lives across the road from me. Oh no! Is yeah. what, good, bad, nice guy, yeah, bad guy. Yeah, nice enough guy. Does quite a lot of community work, but um, I don't vote Lib Dem. But Fair enough. Don't have, don't have an issue with them. Are you kid candidate lives two uh, two streets away from us? <laughs> you just live in the hub. I do. I live the political hub of Grimsby. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, the Labour candidate uh, lived next door to us. Oh, nice. Yeah. When I was when I was a child, I don't remember this, but apparently we had we had a, a Lib Dem guy in charge here, I don't know what they're called, MP, a Lib Dem MP, yeah. and then he had to resign because he was found out he was having sex with um, male prostitutes. Wait, it's not the one that's been in the news, is he? He was oh. married, no, this was like 20 years ago probably. Is this just like a Lib Dem thing? I don't mean to generalise all Lib Dems here, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure, or was it a Tory MP that was having sex with male prostitutes and lied about being a washing machine salesman? <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I think I saw it on Mock the Week. I think it was this oh, okay. season, so season 16. But yeah, I lied about being a washing machine salesman. I mean, I've done some dodgy stuff in my life, but <laughs> lied about being a washing machine salesman is just too far. Okay, um, thank you for sharing that story. Yeah, if you can get hold of that picture, that would be fucking great. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see that. if I can. 
Um, what were the other two again? Sorry, I can't remember. What were the uh, other two? One like, was quick? a crushing blow to my ego. Okay. Ah oh, shit! What was the other one? Okay, we'll go with the yeah. crushing blow to the ego because you've forgotten the other one twice now. So I'm, I'm going to guess that this one is slightly good. better. Um, yeah, uh, I was in a relationship for a while, um, like my first proper serious one. I'm in. I'm now in another serious relationship, Cassandra. If you're listening to this, I love you. Um, <laughs> I'm just putting oh, it out there, Cassandra. This... I love you too. We all love you. You seem like a lovely gal. She is a lovely gal. I hope she's doing well at uni because uh, she's going to kill me. Uh, for saying that, that this was my first serious relationship but it was, it was two and a half yeah um, and we decided to break things off mutually because we weren't having the same visions uh, of yeah. the future after university um, so I decided to go back on Tinder as you do um, and I met this lass uh, she seemed alright, we had a lot of interest in, uh, that were the same and we decided to meet up at a pub and uh, so we went to the pub uh, I got there slightly before her uh, so had a fag, went in, ordered my drink, and I'm quite a big ale drinker. I love ale. So what's your go-to ale? Uh, Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Yeah, the unofficial house... drink of Halloween. Yes, and Christmas, and any other year that I'm allowed to drink excessively in the day. <laughs> and Tuesday. <laughs> and Tuesday. And any day I'm not at work. But um, or the house ale. Uh, if you're in Lincoln and you go to a pub to order the house ale, they're normally quite good. Um, that's pretty much any pub that isn't a nightclub. I'm rambling again. Um, so I ordered myself an ale, and she shows up and orders herself a drink. Looks at my drink. Looks Do you remember the drink? Uh, I think it was a Carling or something like that. Oh, fuck off. I know. It's Carling? That's, like, that's, like, that's my cheap go-to drink if I don't have oh, much money. that's disgusting. But looks at me, looks at me drink, goes, oh, you're an ale drinker, and walks out the pub. And leaves me <laughs> stood on my own with the bartender. <laughs> And he looks at me and goes, what did you do? And I'm like, oh, fucking no, I ordered a drink. And then I just stood, and I, and I finished me pint, because it's a strong ale, so you don't just down them. And I just stood there and finished me pint, and went, do you want hers as well? I was like, I might as well, she's fucking paid for it. <laughs> stood there for about half an hour chatting to him, a couple of my mates walked past, came to check how the date was going, explained it to them, and I never lived it down. I was like, this is the worst thing to... It was a real, real crush to the ego at the time. Oh, I like, mate, I can imagine. Oh god, yeah. I, I went out afterwards. I was like, you know what? I'm. I was meant to be on a date. I've saved up money for this. I'm going to use this money to get trashed. I, <laughs> I went to beer keller. Was it a good night? Yeah, it was a really good night. Actually, it was um. Good. Oh, what do you call that little guy there? Uh, not Warwick Davis, the little guy out of Austin Powers. Uh, Van Troyer. Yeah. Um, he was there. It was slightly before he died. What? Yeah. Was it... <laughs> yeah. Was was he doing like a like a press thing? Like, um, come and meet yeah, him, or like, was he just there? It was a meet and greet. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Like a Love Island star. Yeah, except he's an actual celebrity. <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh, I'm just going to say about hey. Love Island, I've never seen anyone on there that I could imagine with an actual career. <laughs> and this is coming from a guy who sat in his bedroom recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've always said, if I ever get famous, then end up on, like, I'm a celebrity or big brother, that's my career over that's, what, that's when I'll admit I'm past the post and I'm just doing it for the money yeah well there's nothing wrong with that you, yeah. you need money yeah I'd you like to be a big brother accustomed to a um, certain lifestyle yeah stick with it that is mate that is fucking horrendous you should have ditched her for drinking a fucking carling hey I'm all inclusive is what I am <laughs> but no I don't know what ale drinkers have done to her in the past if she ever listens to this please tell me what, what, why 
Could you not like message her afterwards and ask? I didn't want to. I was quite <laughs> hurt. I was like, yeah, you know, what? I'm deleting you off my two matches that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I will lose fifty percent of my matches, but I will do it on principle. Because <laughs> if you're on Tinder and you're swiping right and you see your mate, you always swipe right. That's oh, just the always. Yeah. yeah. I get quite a lot of stick because I'm a I'm a cider drinker. Ah, not wrong with cider on a hot day. I I don't really like lager. It's too. I don't like the taste. It's weird. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of bitter or oh, ales. I'm not a big fan of bitter or any of that stuff. It's too like I don't know what it is. I like sweet things. I've got a sweet tooth. Yeah. So me having a cider occasionally, I'll get a bit of a bit of stick from the lads. If you'd meet my friends, you'd know I'd be calling them the lads. It's funny. We are not cool. Uh, I know how you feel. Me and my <laughs> friends are the same. We're just dysfunctional. Yeah. <laughs> we, we think we're cool. We're not. <laughs> uh, what about um, dark fruits? You're a fan of the dark fruits? Oh, what? Dark fruit cider? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah you can't go yes. wrong with a bit of dark fruit. The, the drink of, like, 17-year-old summers? Hell yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> the people who keep dumping their cans in my streets, and I don't know why, on a Tuesday afternoon of all places. Because <laughs> it's cool. It's cool to drink summer fruit cider. It should be at school. Uh, I'm also a big fan of Jaeger bombs. Ah, oh, oh. oh, Jaeger bombs. I have fucked up on you. Oh, that's what the third story was. Go for it if you want. Yeah. I was going to share one, but if you want to, if you want to go for this, you feel free. Uh, it was um at my friend's sister's wedding. Um, I only I knew the bride and I kind of knew the husband, uh, but we were plus ones with my friend. Uh, so I end up chatting to her boyfriend most of the night and we're doing Jaeger bombs and nice. uh, halfway through the night I went to throw up in the bathroom and after as, I did all, as I did all my business uh, one of the waitstaff walked in to see if I was alright and uh, I looked at the waitstaff and uh, went oh yeah I'm doing and halfway through my sentence I threw up onto his shoes oh. and then I had to get cut off <laughs> I was like I'm not I wasn't drunk it's just the amount of Jaeger bombs I had in such a short time and they cut me off at one bar so I had to keep going to the other <laughs> it, it wasn't a good story it's just the third, only third one I could think of uh, yeah sorry I, what was your story uh, well I was going to let you pick actually Ooh, I was going to uh, yeah so I've got I've got a bunch written down for, for this podcast as I'm trying to be a bit more prepared about it Ooh. so what I will do is I'll give you a, f- a few like you like you did to me I'll give you like three summaries and we've got time to squeeze one in probably if that's alright with you yeah yeah okay I'm just going to I'm going to pick okay so I have got Fucking out. Okay, I have got a uh, male friend bum story. Okay. I have got sex island. Okay. And I have got. Mm, what one do I want to go with? I've got trying to kiss a person. Once again, I'm not going to use names. <laughs> I think we're going to have to go for the first one. That sounds intriguing. Okay. Male friend bum story. Here we go. So, <laughs> me, I'm sure you have friends you've had since you were like a child, right? Like very young. No, oh, no, all my friends hate me. Yeah, I do. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm friend. I haven't actually. Well, I once. We're not really friends anymore. Nothing happened. You just know people grow apart. I haven't seen them in a few years. Yeah. We don't really live near each other. Our parents work together. That's how we knew each other. But we're born on the same day. We're like exactly the same age. Old. So we've sort of always had this like thing, and we got on really well when we were younger. When we were probably like fifteen, I don't know about your friends, but my me and my friends who I'm really close with, you get a bit sort of like homoerotic towards each other. 
yeah, mate, I, d- I did drama since I was eight. That's just natural. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm quite like a, I'm quite like a, a touchy person anyway. Like whenever I meet someone new, like this is a weird tangent. But the other day I went out to, uh, I went out to um, Southampton town, and um, we were in this bar, and um, this guy just was like, we, he was chatting to my friend, but he just smelled amazing. You know, and you just like get away. And I was just like, mate, I'm sorry, but you smell incredible. And he was a bit weirded out by that. But you know, that's kind of, I'm like that anyway. This is, that's just a bit of backstory for this story, even though this happened years afterwards. Anyway, I'm rambling. <laughs> so, um, this friend, who we will call John, uh, yeah, so my friend John, he came around for a sleepover, as you do when you're friends. And we have these sort of like pull out mattresses that we lay down on our, living room floor so we'll sleep downstairs because then we had like when we were young we had like big TV and Playstation and stuff like that yeah and he stayed around and we always used to like wrestle and stuff like that and then <laughs> we were sat there it was probably like 11 o'clock in the morning and he didn't realise my mum was in the kitchen in like the next room and he said hey Charlie let's play a game can you can you guess the game? I really hope it's not hide the sardine <laughs> His game was, whoever can put their finger up the other person's bum first will win. What? <laughs> I didn't want to play this game. <laughs> but, you know, we were, we were wearing clothes, so it wasn't like an actual insertion. <laughs> but just sort of like, you know, through the trousers, try and... It's a bit of like, it's a bit uncomfortable, you know, you wriggle a bit. Anyway. <laughs> oh, fuck, why do I do this fucking podcast? Seriously. Um, so we sat there and he starts like jumping on me and trying to like wrestle me and get on get to my butt and I'm trying to like I'm playing defensive because I don't want to go I'm not like I'm all for it but personally I don't really want my fingers around his arsehole you know you should never put your finger up your friend's ass exactly well yeah I'm playing quite defensively at this point in the early stages of the game and then my mum you can just hear her like start laughing in the kitchen and my friend just like sits, like jumps off me. And then my mum like comes in and she's like, You having fun, John? What game is that? And he was like, No, that was Charlie's idea. That was Charlie's idea. <laughs> and my mum was just like, Yeah, okay then. And then we never spoke of it again. <laughs> Until today. <laughs> Until today. Until so, yeah, that's my to this podcast. Male friend bum story. There we that... go. Thank you, John, for that wonderful story. <laughs> that is but did why? Then again, did you uh, ever hear of a game called Soggy Biscuit? Oh, mate, yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't, well, that sounds like I played it. I haven't played Soggy Biscuit, but I'm aware of Soggy Biscuit. I, I, I don't think anyone's ever played a Soggy Biscuit, but someone always brings it up at a party. They're like, yeah, I we think, should play Soggy Biscuit. I think no! I've actually mentioned Soggy Biscuit on this show before. <laughs> well, I, I think although... it was when Harry from Ranklist of Everything was on here. Soggy Biscuit got brought up for some reason. <laughs> what biscuit would you use? Uh, our rich tea. Obviously. Oh god, yeah, the most absorbent. Obviously, it's <laughs> not even a question. Yeah, I couldn't use a bourbon too thin. Oh, that's a horrible thought. You don't want to, and you don't want to use something good like a cookie because then you've wasted a cookie. Oh no, you no, it gets eaten at the end, doesn't it? Of course it does. Yeah, but yeah, it was by the last person. And yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what soggy biscuit is, Google it maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'd Google it. Yeah, probably. I don't know if you are aware of this show. I can't remember what it's called, but it had Richard Iwadi in it. It was a, like a cartoon show, and it only was on like one season on E4. But there was an episode in there where they said that King Yom 
ill? Is he the one who died, or is he yeah. the one that's still in power? Yeah, that he died playing soggy biscuit with his guards on a train. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that show wasn't very good. It wasn't funny, but that one bit has just stuck with me because it was so fucked. <laughs> I'm gonna find this show. I hope not. <laughs> That's exactly how I want to go out. Rural in the country, dying, playing soggy biscuit on a train (laughs) with my guard. (laughs) What a fucking tombstone. Although, um, speaking of King Jong Il, um, it was actually reported in North Korea that he died fighting a dragon that America had sent. Really? Yeah, him and the dragon killed each other. Is how he died. He didn't. He had a heart attack on a train. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty fucking bizarre country. I want to die fighting a dragon that America has sent. <laughs> I guess I'll just King Jamila and tell people that's what happened. I'll put it in my will. This is like, you can fight over the stuff, sermon. but the only thing I care about is that you tell people I died fighting a dragon. <laughs> and that dragon was a heroin addiction. <laughs> Never Very caught clever. it. <laughs> um, I think we're about the time to say thank you for listening. Yeah. If that's alright for you. Thank you for yeah. coming on and sharing some stories and answering my silly questions. Hey, it's alright. It's mate. been lovely to have you on again. Yeah, it's been lovely to be back, and hopefully this one won't fuck up like the last one. <laughs> um, so now is the time where I will pass over to you to plug your various things and stuff. Go for it. Alrighty then. So, uh, my name's Dan. I run, I'm running, currently recording, uh, two podcasts. Uh, one's called Nout on Tally, uh, N O W T T E L L Y. Oh, and O-N between them two, because uh, I can't fucking spell apparently. Um, and the point in that is it is a quiz show where I'm going to hopefully get some guests on every week. Uh, and for six episodes, they will fight for the esteemed title of King or Queen of Games and Doors. Um, through various quizzes and improv rounds. And my other podcast, which will be coming out next year as well, is a Tea Time at the Theatre, where I'll bring a guest on every week. And we'll discuss the theatre world and stuff about the theatre world. Uh, people like William Shakespeare, Sam Slasky, uh, Bowal, and Jack Lecox. Um, and we'll also talk about uh, what it means to be a playwright, female playwrights like Sarah Kane, and uh, just stuff like that. Stuff you could reference, use as a reference point, but if you put it in your essay at uni, you will fail. <laughs> that sounds really interesting. I really, I, I, I know I've already said to you that I want to come on the quiz show one, but hearing more about it I definitely want to come on the quiz show one that sounds awesome I want to be the king or queen of doors and questions so I, I can't remember who said that king or queen of uh, games and doors which games is a, and doors sorry yeah which is a title I have nicked off uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series oh nice I, really watched, <laughs> I had that on the background while I was uh, doing some work for my other podcast oh very nice so when when do you think these are both gonna kick on uh, probably about January time. January. Okay, yeah. cool. So be on the lookout. Do you have any Twitters or anything made yet? Uh, I have a Facebook uh, for Tea Time at the Theatre, and I'm using that for both podcasts because I can't be asked to make another Facebook page for now, now on Tally at the moment. Um, Good for you. Uh, but hopefully I will have a Twitter and Instagram and all sorts set up when I have a phone with decent memory. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, they both sound really good. I I cannot wait to hear them. Yeah. It's getting near the end of the year now anyway, so not long. Yeah. I'm very excited. Uh, same to be honest uh, can't wait and I'd love to have you have a, be a guest on Now and Sally where you can fight out your title with other people oh, I'd definitely love to I'm, I get very competitive so good that's what I'm after it's like Monopoly but you can't kill each other because we're on mics oh, I will hunt them down <laughs> I'll swap them <laughs> <laughs> that's not a, that's not a nice joke I'm sorry everyone 
No, you don't endorse swatting, but if you watch swatting videos and laugh, it doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> uh, so thank you all for listening. Uh, I've been Charlie, and you can follow this show on Twitter at why did I underscore pod on Instagram at why did I pod and you can send your own embarrassing stories to me via email at why did I pod at gmail.com um yes next week I think we will have Carlisle on from Dungans and Dragnos and content presumably and also now a podcast for everyone which is the new busted podcast that we're doing it's ridiculous check it out we go very deep into detail into the meaning behind what I go to school for and there's more than you think Daniel you think it's just song about wanting to fuck your teacher but there's more. There's a deep socio socio political message hidden in there. I'm, I'm gonna give them a what uh, a listen because I'm actually a massive fan of Busted. Are you actually? Oh, we'll get you on an episode definitely. Oh, yes, that'd be great. Right. Uh, yeah. So once again, everyone, thank you for listening, and I will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye.